0: Welcome to the Guru Show podcast. If you're an inner driven but unnoticed course creator or a coach who is struggling to attract your ideal customer or struggling avatar in your ecosystem and make those ideal sales, chances are you're also struggling to communicate exactly what your struggling avatar wants to hear or learn and or to communicate the value of your offer or whatever it is that you teach. And I get it, and that's exactly why I'm inviting you into this episode, so that you can fix this problem for once and for all. Not only that, you'll also learn what not to do, so stay tuned till the end. And I know that the heading says doctors and teachers, and so some of you might be thinking that this episode may not be for you, it may not apply to you, but... If whatever I mentioned above at the beginning of this episode resonates with you, then trust me, this may be the thing that your subconscious is looking for. So I want to start with a story. So I have a client, Dr. Catherine Toomer. She's an amazing human being, a TEDx speaker, a family physician, popular podcast guest, author, course creator, whatnot. And she's based out of South Carolina, US. And she and I, we've been like working together for more than two years now. Um, Let's not say on and off. But yes, we've been working for most part of these two, these last two years. And so one day we were talking about what the transformation process looks like for her. And She mentioned that when she works with her one-on-one clients and patients, she does not prescribe medicines without first understanding the root cause of the problem. In other words, she does not just treat the symptom, she aims to treat the underlying hidden problem. And so she revealed her process for that to me. Like in one case, she mentioned that one of her patients came to her for weight loss. And after after, uh, Dr. Thumer's entire diagnosing process, she figured that the patient is in a toxic relationship. And that is keeping her cortisol levels high most of the time. And so the root cause of her plateaued weight, despite all her efforts uh, to lose weight, is stress. And so then Dr. Thumer uh, followed her process, whatever her treatment process is, but she made sure that um, identifying stress and then helping her patient identify that stress is the root cause of her platitude. weight, she made sure that that happens. And so that resonated with me on so many levels because I see so many course creators and coaches struggling to make money simply because either they are unable to diagnose the root cause of the problem or they are unable to communicate with their audience in a way that helps a listener or viewer tap into their subconscious to uncover the root cause for themselves. And that is like so important that the person, you talking, a lot of times what happens is that we say a lot of stuff to our audience, but unless and until they can see that problem, they can identify that problem, their subconscious can relate to that problem or uncover that problem for themselves themselves nothing will work nothing can work like i see so many coaches and course creators who are unable to communicate the solution and sometimes what happens is that you are communicating about the solution but you're doing it even though you know or you 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 understand that your audience hasn't really understood the root cause for themselves hasn't identified that root cause for themselves so you tell people that You're overweight and you create content around that. But unless and until they realize that the root cause is stress, whatever content you're putting out, whatever program you're putting out, it's not going to help them. So yes, they have to understand that um, they're overweight, let's just say in this case. But they also have to understand that stress is the root cause. And so that's the entire theme of today's episode, like how we can create an environment where we are able to not only just communicate what we want to communicate, but also help people identify uh, the root causes for themselves. So, and we will touch upon a lot of stuff in this. Episode: A lot of stuff about what course creators and coaches are doing wrong, and what they can do to get it right. <laughs> okay, so um, now sharing this story with you, I'm reminded of this beautiful quote, and it goes like: Medicine aims to prevent disease plus prolong life. The idea of medicine is to eliminate the need of a physician. It's a beautiful quote by William Mayo. And so when I read this, I am immediately reminded of this bigger question that needs to be addressed, which is, can your curriculum, can your program, to some or large extent, replace you? Because that's the end goal, right? And so let me repeat that for you. So the bigger question to address or to answer or to ask yourselves is, can your curriculum, can your program to some or large extent, in fact, to a very large extent, replace you so that people can get the same results from your program without you being um, on a one-on-one level with them, you being involved on a one-on-one level with them? Can that happen? And once you have that kind of confidence on your program, once you have that kind of trust in your program that your program can, has like a replace to you to a large extent, that's when you start getting those results, right? And that's what this coach quote, quote reminds me. so eventually our goal is that but where do we begin? We begin with understanding the problem we begin with understanding the root cause and we begin with, um, with the question, like a small question are we able to communicate to our audience so that they can relate with it so that they can understand what the root cause what the problem is and what the root cause is right? Okay and um, so if you're listening to this, and if you're resonating with what I'm saying, I'm sure that you also agree to the fact that for that to happen, a deeper understanding of your audience is required. And so a transformational program cannot be manufactured from a place of ego and our assumptions. So if you're not willing to have a deeper understanding of what your audience is going through, what they're Symptoms are what their fears are, what their underlying beliefs are around a problem. They can come up; they can come to you with any kind of problem. Like I'm overweight, I am not getting those sales. Uh, I'm not able to do this. This is not happening. That is not happening, and the list goes on. But. If you are just assuming these problems and if you're not understanding what's the what's the underlying belief then you cannot manufacture a transformational program which and it basically means that you are creating something from the place of ego where you feel that whatever you're saying is 100% accurate 100% all the time or you're creating something based on assumptions. So I wanna repeat that thing for you. So a transformational program cannot be manufactured from a place of ego and or assumptions. So moving forward, um, you're about to hear my exact process that I follow to understand my audience so I can prescribe what's best for them. I obviously go into details um, in my signature program, but here's a glimpse for you. So step one is to, and if you have a pen and paper, make sure that you take notes, make sure that you keep it somewhere safe so that you can come back to this whenever you are diagnosing your audience, whenever you're trying to listen uh, for their deepest desires, their fears and stuff. Uh, So the step one, is to listen for the symptom. What's the symptom? What's the person? uh, How is this person describing the problem? How are they feeling in their body? What's the emotion that this person is going through? And so if you were to, if this person was um, sitting on a chair in their house, in front of a computer, what would their state look like? right? So that's the step one. So you have to listen for that. They're not going to, They're probably they'll tell you exact thing that they're going through, but oftentimes they will not. So you have to listen for it. And then step two is to diagnose the actual pain, the actual problem. So what is it that um, they're trying to solve? And I'm going to give you an example, but let me just go through the steps first. So diagnosing the actual problem and pain and then comes step three and this is my process so um so um some of the steps i'm sure that you've heard before as well but i'm sure that some of the steps are like new to you so stay with me and then step three is to elicit the desire the elicit the desired state Future or outcome? What is it that this person is actually looking for in their life? Where do they want to go? What is the kind of um, desired state they want to be in? So if everything was working fine, if everything was like, um, if they achieved everything that they're looking for, what would their day look like? If they were sitting on a chair in their house in front of a computer, in a state where they're happy, where they feel like they've achieved something, what would their state look like? What are the emotions they would be going through? So that's something that you have to elicit from them. And then we move to step four, which is to identify the gap between future state and current state. Or let's just say to identify the gap between the desired state and the current state. and. A lot of times this gap uh, would be huge and sometimes this gap would be like really small. Like, for example, if someone is at six figures level and they want to go to seven figures level, probably the gap is not that much. Right. But as opposed to someone who's starting from scratch, making no money and they want to go to a six figure level income. So that gap would be huge, right? So I hope that makes sense. So your job then is to identify the gap between future state, desired state, and the current state. internal, And it has to happen both um, on an internal level and an external level. What is it that they're looking for uh, on an external level? And what is it that they're looking for on an internal level? So you have to identify those, both of those things, okay? So then we move to step five, which is to identify the first step from the current state, okay, that they need to take in order to get one step closer to their desired state, right? I want you to pause this and listen for it and listen to it again. So for example, like what needs to happen first in simple words? and then step two and then what is the step two from step one and so on so that's what you have to like identify so for example when i listen for a symptom that my audience is like uh, overwhelmed and overworked and they are wanting more sales coming in easily i would then analyze for what's not working for them so I would identify whether it's a traffic problem, whether it's an offer problem, um, whether it's a messaging problem or a sales problem or a transformational program problem. And according to their current state, I would then prescribe the next set of steps. So understanding the root cause of the problem and not just a symptom and then treating it right so for example i could just say someone that create an offer create an irres- irresistible offer create an irresistible offer but it might be possible that someone already has an irresistible offer but because they have a messaging issue they're not they, they're not able to put that confidence in that offer and they're not able to sell it. And so eventually we need to identify that there is a messaging problem, right? That's one level of doing it, like that's solving a problem on one level. And on another level, you also have to identify that if this person has an irresistible offer, what is it that's making this problem, making this person hold back um, uh, from selling this offer? Right? What's making this problem, sorry, I keep saying problem, what's wrong? <laughs> so what's making this person hold back from putting this offer out there in the world? Right. So that's something that we also have to like, identify whether this person has mindset issues, whether this person has some limiting beliefs that are holding this person back. So what's the root cause of the problem? So oftentimes, what happens is that with coaches, especially, that you keep shouting, like you keep <laughs> you keep shouting that oh, create an irresistible offer, work on your messaging, um, do ten sales calls, and then you'll have clients coming in. Like, what's wrong? Why are you not doing twenty sales calls a month? I mean, do twenty sales calls, and you'll have an, you'll have plenty of clients. So what's the problem then? But I have come across people who have gone through that process, who have interviewed or let's say who have been on discovery calls for like with 20 potential clients a month. But eventually they ended up with zero sales just because they could not communicate the value of their offer. They could not um, they, just because they did not have that trust in that offer they did not know whether it's an irresistible offer or not. So they could not transfer that confidence through this virtual platform to that person. Because if the person on a discovery call comes to you and asks, listen, I have this problem, can you solve it for me? And you are sitting here and you are in that energy, you are exuding a lot of fear, that person will understand. And Even if that person doesn't think that you're not the right person, they would still feel that you're not the right person. Your potential client might think that you're the right person, but just because you're in a state of fear, they might not work with you. I hope that makes sense. So I hope this example makes sense, actually. So understanding the root cause of the problem and not just the symptom, and then treating that. Is what, what needs to happen and so what happens when that is in alignment is that not only does the symptom and the problem go away they don't ever come back and the spillover effect is like massive massive imagine your problem is gone imagine the symptom is gone imagine Sales are coming in. Imagine messaging is working perfectly fine. What will happen? Imagine the spillover effect, right? It will be. It would be magic. It would be massive. <laughs> um, so, I do want to point out one thing though that in your transformational program, you have a choice to focus on one specific problem and go into details on that or pick 3 to two, 3 to 4 specific problems and then go into details of each so that's like the choice you have when you're working on your transformational coaching program or signature program so like pick one specific problem and then solve it or pick 3 to four, 3 to 4 specific problems and then go to go into the details of each Um, And the second thing, the second strategy approach, I like to call it the pillar approach, wherein we identify the three, three to four pillars that we want to teach in our coaching program. And then that's how we also try to attract our audience. The mistake that most coaches and course creators online are making is that they only talk about the problem and they're not addressing the symptom so i heard this the best example i heard from my my coach james Wedmore, and he says that let's say someone comes to you with this problem and says that they have this bad headache and you just give them the medicine and you tell them take this medicine go home your headache will be gone that's one approach to looking at this. Another approach to looking at this is what's the root cause, which is dehydration. And so if you tell someone, listen, it's really the dehydration that is causing this headache. Now, it's possible that someone is not looking for that, and someone is just looking for the medicine, and that's what you prescribe then. But when you diagnose that, for yourself, that's when you become the great coach or course creator. Like you know that dehydration is the root cause of the headache. And in your content, you can use it. And so you can make your audience aware of that. Now, some people might be just, oh, come on, give me the medicine and that's it. While others might be interested in understanding that What's going on in their body? What's the root cause? And so for them, that's a great piece of content. That's a great piece of advice, actually. And they would be more interested in learning from you, right? So that I know that this entire thing, which is understanding your avatar, your struggling avatar's deepest desires and fears and, and wants... Um, goes deeper than what we are discussing today but that's also because we cannot cover everything in like 20 to 30 minutes and also i understand that how to communicate to your audience so that they understand so that they can go into their own subconscious cannot be discussed in 20 to 30 minutes so keeping in mind that i give you some takeaway in these 20 to 30 minutes i have sort of condensed the topic of this conversation so that you can understand that one way or the other of doing this 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 entire thing that is understanding your your audience's problems and fears and how you can communicate your solution to them okay so moving forward I want to actually share a personal example also. So not many of you know that I was an economics teacher before 2017 and I called it quits without a plan B <laughs> back in March 2017. So I remember um during my like one this one time a student came to me and he said that his overall score is going to be really low because he's not good in economics. He's not able to solve those statistics problems and he just can't do it and he does not want his overall score to go down just because he cannot score well in one subject and he's he's doing really great in other subjects especially psychology and so he was and I could like see the the tension the I could see that tension on his in his eyes and I could see how worried he was I could sense that his body was like Like he was about to cry in like in seconds. You know, oftentimes as teachers, we see these emotions, these overwhelming emotions in students. And oftentimes, you know, teachers bypass this and parents also sometimes pressurize their kid that, you know what, you have to do this. You know what, you can do better if you just work hard a little more you know what, you can do, you can score well if you just skip one football practice and you just focus on your work. And a lot of times we do that, but that doesn't work, you know, especially in today's times when we have so many options and we are becoming more and more aware about what is it that we truly want to do. We are coming aware to this question that what exactly is our calling? What exactly is our deeper purpose? And we no longer want to do things just for the sake of doing them and just because society wants us to do those things. And I'm not just talking about people in their 30s or 40s or 50s. I'm talking about people in 20s also. I'm talking about people in adolescence also. Like they are becoming more and more aware of the fact that they can do what they really want to do like there is an option for them so that's interesting isn't it anyway (laughs) coming i digress sometimes so bear with me so coming back to this situation where the student comes up to me and he says like he doesn't want his overall score to go down um you know uh just because he's not able to solve those economics like statistics problems and so one option in front of me was to just bypass this whole thing and just ask him to work hard. But the kind of person I am, and I'm not bragging, I chose the difficult path. <laughs> so I told him that, listen, how much score do you want to do you want for yourself? And he said, like, this is what I want to score. And I said, if you work on these many chapters in economics and just leave the chapters that are basically entirely about maths and stats and stuff and solving problems, basically. Uh, Do you think you can cover these chapters? And he said, yes. And, And then I asked him, what if you focus the rest of your time, whatever is left with you, because, you know, the exams were approaching, so he was running on a deadline. And then I asked him that whatever time you can save from these chapters that you're leaving, the, that are focused on solving problems and stuff, the time that you save from these chapters, if you allocate this time to other subjects, other two subjects, do you think you can score well in those two subjects? And he said, I think so, yes. And I said, well, don't go ahead and do that. Right? and so that's like a wonderful example of problem solving and that every individual is different and we cannot approach problems from one size fits all kind of um kind of approach and we cannot have that approach and and so When it comes to your clients and customers and your audience, you have to understand that different people are coming from different places and the emotions that they are going through, experiencing that symptom, experiencing that problem um, are different. Some people might be experienced like some emotions are like common. So for example, when I launched my first program back in 2020, and it obviously tanked, I went through that roller coaster. So a lot of people can resonate with that roller coaster, wherein I just felt like my life is about to come to an end. And that everything is a failure, like I wasn't made for this. I wasn't built for this and I can't do this and only people who are who come from that background can do this. Only people who have a masters in business degree can do this and all of those different emotions, right? And so I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that, but the point that I'm trying to make is that even though some emotions are common to all, people are still struggling With, you know, with those minute things, for example, going live and just talking your heart out, like this, some people will face this problem and others won't, right? So a failed launch and the roller coaster it brings might be common to most, but a lot of people might not be struggling with when it comes to list building, and there might be other people who are struggling with the design part and there might be other people who are, who are only struggling with how to go live and speak their heart out. So then you have to like understand and figure out for yourself what are those problems that you are out there, you're going out there to solve for people. That's a question that you have to answer for yourself, right? And what is it that you want to do for your audience? So coming back to that pillar approach, I don't know how many of you are going to resonate with this. Um, if I were to create a program, I could I could talk about all the things. I could talk about sales mechanism, I could talk about um, you know, how to create a program outline, how to do a be how to be on a sales call, how to create an irresistible offer. And do multiple stuff and all of that and how to market yourself, how to sell your course in 100 ways, how to do webinars, how to do a video series launch, how to run an affiliate launch. I could talk about like 100 things, but will that work? What I do end up advocating is that when you decide three to four pillars for yourself, as opposed to trying to solve everything for everyone you become super specific and then you start resonating with a specific set of audience who is going through the same thing or who wants the same thing. So for example, I, my pillars are intuitive message, transformational program, and ecosystem. So in my program, I talk about all about how you can come up with your intuitive message that's already there inside you and how you can communicate that with your audience. That's number one. The second one is how you can create your transformational program. And the third one is how you can create an ecosystem wherein people are coming in, wanting to work with you. And there's a system around it, right? So you're not like worried about how am I going to get in those clients this month? You're not dealing with multiple pieces. You're not all over the place. You have a business, you know, it's running on its own. You have an ecosystem. So I cover these three pillars only. So I'm not talking like I'm not shooting in the air. You know, I'm not all over the place. And that's what you also want for yourself. So when that happens, you become laser focused on talking about the specific things. And that's when you can like understand what is my my audience going through? What is the problem? What is the symptom? Does it have anything related to what I do? So might be a little bit difficult to digest uh, as to what I'm talking about in this episode, but I hope it makes sense to you. Now, I want to leave you what, with one important thought. So if you were to like take away one important thing from this episode, that would be this. So pay attention. Now, oftentimes, people diagnose and prescribe from a place of ego and or assumptions And that's like setting oneself up for failure. So for example, I am 34, never married, and single at this point. I'm also overweight. (laughs) So oftentimes people assume that I'm single because I'm overweight. And that deep inside, I'm frustrated, I am worried all the time, I'm stressed, I'm anxious, I'm not healthy, and I badly want to lose weight so I can find the right man. Even though, even though they can see that I'm pretty comfortable in my skin. Now, I want to lose weight, okay, for various reasons. But... I am not suffering. I am not frustrated. I am not worried about my weight all the time. I am not even thinking that if I'm overweight, I'm never going to get that man. I'm not, I'm not, I am, so my self-worth is not attached to how much I weigh. Now, obviously, I'm looking forward to going to a healthy weight, but you get the point that I'm trying to make, right? So, if you're a weight loss coach or a life coach and you're approaching this from assumption or a place of ego, you would immediately attack me. And that's when you and I immediately will have that sort of a like, we will not resonate because you're coming from assumption. You're assuming that. Deep inside, I'm frustrated, right? Even though I'm not showing. I'm showing like this I'm showing up like this cool person, but deep inside, I'm frustrated, where wherein uh, I'm coming from a place of authenticity, and I'm like really comfortable in my skin. And so whatever marketing message that you're going to throw at me will not resonate with me. And that's exactly why you need to. You need to do this. This deep work, wherein you understand where this prop- person is coming from, what is the exact pain point that this person is is going through? What's the problem that this person is going through? What's the root cause of the problem that this person is going through? And so if you come from a place of ego and that is like where 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 you are assuming that you're you're hundred percent correct, one hundred percent of the time, That's where you're setting yourself up for failure. That's where your marketing message, your content is going to fall apart. Like it's not going to win through. And I see so many coaches and course creators working so hard to put their content out, but it's obviously like not working. And so I'm going to leave you with a simple thought. All you need to do is change your lens. Okay, change your lens and see and try to see things from a different perspective also. That's the thought that I'm going to leave you with. Thank you for listening. This is Guri. Welcome to the Guri Show podcast. Thank you so much. I'm going to see you next time.